Hey G-Hero fans, uh, welcome to another episode of The Wiper, uh, where if being entertained is a crime, uh, you better get ready to be sent to the slammer. I mean, it's not a crime, uh, being entertained, no, I mean, I'm not, honestly, I'm not sure about Nebraska, but uh, everywhere else, I think it's fine. So, uh, welcome. Hey, Hero fans, I uh, hope all is well out there in Hero Fan land. Uh, so, uh, guys, a few of you have asked me about my costume. Where do I get them made? Uh, what are they made of? And so on. And that's a great question, really. So, I mean, let's get right into it. Uh, let's not waste any time. I'm on a schedule, as I'm sure you are. So, today we're going to talk fashion and super fashion. And firstly, and I want to make this clear because it's very important, I do not wear tights. Okay, I've never worn tights. Not really. Uh, what I wear, I mean, actually, let me tell you the story straight off the bat. Uh, at least some of you out there will remember John Hughes. Uh, Gene, Gene and Booth, you remember John Hughes? No? Oh, okay. Well, John was a famous film director back in the 80s. And my good friend, John Schneider, uh, Bo Duke from Dukes of Hazard, guys, introduced me to John Hughes. Uh, this was after the accident when I got my superpowers, but before I was full-time wiping up perps. Now, one of John Hughes' films was called The Breakfast Club, and I worked on that movie. Yeah, I did. I mean, do you remember that movie? It, I mean, classic. It was great. Anyhow, I was a stunt double for Judd Nelson when he fell through that ceiling. That's right. Yeah, so I got to meet all the guys. Molly Ringwald, uh, Ali Sheedy, Emilio Estevez was there, uh, that guy who played Brian whatever, whatever his name was. Anyhow, I was chatting to Emilio between shots. Uh, I got very close. And uh, the conversation turned to superheroes. Turns out we're both big comics fans. So, anyway, he questioned why they always wore tights. And I pointed out that they're not tights. I mean, back then at least. They were wearing the required uniform, really. Uh, because naturally, I was thinking a lot about costumes at that point. I mean, I'd done a lot of research. Sure. And well, Emilio loved that line. I mean, he really did. So in that scene where Judd asked him about the wrestling, if you remember the film, uh, they worked that line in. It was great. Honestly, I was thrilled. Uh, but, although I never got credited for that line. So it does sour an otherwise excellent movie experience, if I'm honest. But there you go. What are you going to do? Anyhow, it's the same as I said to Emilio. We superheroes, I didn't say superheroes at the time, but we don't wear tights, okay? We wear the required uniform. All right. I got. I wanted to get that cleared up, guys. So uh, but before I get into my costume, let's just talk about fashion for a second, okay? Uh, I'm not a fashion guy, okay? I'm not. I mean, sure, I'm a pretty slick kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, I wear sliders. I wear, uh, I wear chinos, of course I do, but I don't really follow the fashion trends, you know, so I'm not a fashion guy, but I do want to say something about fashion, and those who listen regularly will know, I'm a very level-headed guy, I am, but I do have a problem with fashion, look, if people want to look like they're heroes, I get it, I mean, I've had kids who've come up to me, dressed as a wiper, sure, it's very flattering, uh, 1986, I believe that was. And the problem is that heroes these days, and I'm not necessarily talking about superheroes. I mean, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. 
but I'm thinking about pop stars and people like that. I mean, I mean, they're they're heroes of a kind. Uh, but the problem is they all look like uh, the guys, bodybuilders on steroids or whatever. And the women, I mean, they look like, come on, guys, they look like cheap hookers, really. And and that's not the, I mean, hey, look, twerking, that was a listed superpower back in the 80s. Yeah, honestly, it was right there in the official listings between uh, tossing and uffing. I can't remember exactly what uffing is, to be honest. I mean, it's a rare one. Uh, I think there was a guy in Oxford, England, who had that one. And I think the last I heard he was dealing with a prolapse. Anyhow, all I'm saying is that they are not the role models that I would want for my kids. I'll tell you that. Uh, and that's not all. I'm also not happy about the way fashion works, you know. I'm not happy about working my buns off to save the planet for people. I mean, sure, mostly I tend to deal with, let's say, uh, issues of a lower magnitude than planet-wide Armageddon. Uh, the other day, I, I did, in fact, prevent a homeless guy from crapping in the doorway of uh, the In-N-Out Burger, which would have seriously compromised many people's worlds. So, you know. Anyhow, let's say heroes in general saving the planet for people and the same people just screw it up with fast fashion. I mean, that's what they call it, right? Fast fashion. I mean, you go into a store and you buy five items for $20. You wear them once, if at all, and then you throw them in the trash. I mean, look, if you can't afford to buy good quality clothes, because that's what you got to do, guys, then try a thrift store, a charity store. Okay, take your time. You know, hey, look, here's an idea. I don't own a truck. Yeah, if I need a truck, I'll rent a truck, right? So, you know, I mean, I don't own, you know, let's say a ball gown. Yeah, but if I need a ball gown, I'll rent a ball gown. Now, maybe that's a bad example. I don't have the shoulders for a ball gown, honestly. But look, all I'm saying, guys, is there have to be other options. You know, I'm not happy about the environmental impact of fashion. That's what it is, okay? So, and more than once, I have thought about going to whoever is responsible for that shit and giving them a piece of the wiper's mind. Yeah, and you know what that means, right? I mean, I got to tell you, the wiper's mind does not come wrapped in a velvet glove. It's like steel, you know? I mean, it's like, it, it's not a punch to the gut. Well, in fact, it is. It is actually a punch to the gut. That is what it is. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, there's that. So, what was I going to, uh, Jeannie? What, uh, okay, yeah, right. That's it. As I said already, I'm not a fashion guy, you know. I don't do fashion. I don't know fashion. What I do know is that when I'm out on a mission, preventing crime, wiping up the perps, I like to look sharp. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with taking a little pride, okay. So, I mean, and I've been in this game a long time now. Yeah, when I started back in the, yeah, I don't know, miss a time or whatever, I was a pretty buff kind of guy. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, I was a jock. Yeah, sure. I mean, I had a chest like a rancher's water tank. And my shoulders were like... I mean, look, I don't know if you've ever seen a whale's penis. I have. It's very impressive. And so were my shoulders. So, anyhow, I kept myself very tight, which I think is the right thing to do. And by the way, wiping up the perps, that's not a gentle hobby. I mean, I could get awful gritty out there, so they generally do not come peacefully, really. So, I mean, I'd often need a new super suit. And back then, I could walk straight into the hero store. We don't have a hero store here anymore. I go walking straight in. I'll tell you why we don't have a hero store. Fast fashion, that's why. Uh, but I used to walk in and say, Hey, Billy, 
Billy, you got my new super suit? And Billy would say, oh yeah, wiper. Yeah, I got it. And there it was. Tailored piece of clothing. Quality piece. And you could have your own color scheme, which I did. Obviously, I had the wiper scheme. And it was spandex. There was a lot of spandex going on, honestly. But man, I look good. I mean, the chest, the biceps. I mean, I had the neck of a bull, you know? Anyhow, I would wear the hell out of that outfit. Yeah, I would wear the hell out of it. So, sure. I mean, I love walking down the street, you know, looking slick. Sliders, chinos, whatever. Average Joe. And when I see the perps, I slip into the alley, whip off the wind cheater, and there's the spandex. You're good to go. That's the game. Yeah. So, there it is. Hey, but here's one I want to talk to you about, okay? I'm, and now, I'm a slightly older guy, let's say. I mean, I still got it. You know, sure. I mean, I got it. Don't get me wrong. I'm an older guy, sure, but I still got it. So if you're planning to perp it up in the West Hollywood area, I will give you a pineapple juice enema with the juice still in the pineapple. Okay. That's a signature move, by the way. That's one of mine. Uh, So let's get that straight. I will kick your ass. Okay. But I can't do that in spandex anymore. Why? Because of fast fashion. And also, they don't make spandex in my size anymore. So, sure. I mean, I'm carrying, yeah, I'm carrying a little extra rhino timber. I mean, that's what I call it, rhino timber. But uh, it's all bought and paid for. Anyway, these days, I gotta go with a homemade costume. And I'm not a seamstress, let me tell you. I don't do sewing stuff. I do superhero stuff. I mean, under the cover of darkness, mostly, because it's a little embarrassing, honestly. Uh, But my current costume is made from an old bouncy castle. That was the shape of a gorilla doing unspeakable things to a poorly rendered William Shatner. I mean, it's the only material that I that I can find that can send the flexing on my massive back. I mean, it's like an earthquake on the surface of the moon back there, honestly. So, all I'm saying is, make the spandex in bigger sizes for the older guys. That's all I need you to do. But I'll tell you what else. I t- you, the younger guys, they're not wearing spandex. They don't want spandex. That's for the old guys. They want to be all gritty, so they wear all this tactical gear. Night vision goggles, impact armor, reinforced joints. I mean, I saw one guy. Tactical jock strap. Yeah, think about that for a minute. The attachments were eye-watering, really. I mean, and he was wearing it on the outside of his pants. And that's a sensible move. I'll tell you why. I mean, I used to wear a jock strap, not tactical, but under their spandex. If I knew it was going to be a tough job, uh, or maybe if it was really cold, you know, uh, superheroes, they got a reputation to maintain, so. But if you need to gain rapid access to that area, that's something you got to think about in advance. You don't want to be doing that at the last minute. Let me tell you, on the outside, things are a whole lot easier, so you got to think about access. Yeah, actually, there are three things to think about, okay? Number one, does it look good? You always got to think about that. There are cameras everywhere these days. So that's that. Number two, you got to think about protection. Sure, yeah, you don't want to take a shot to, you know, family jewels and be out of the game. I mean, I saw a guy once take a hit from a Sidewinder missile straight to the nuts. I mean, I can't be sure that a jockstrap would have helped, but you never know. So, protection. And three, access. You know what? I think that's all the super thoughts I have for you on fashion, uh, hero fans. So, I got to tell you, this episode of The Wiper was brought to you by Kenny's Doggy Done Good Parlor. For your canine needs, they will groom, they will nail clip, they will walk, they will wash, they will dock sit. They'll do it all, honestly. Although they do not deal with testicles, guys. i got to tell you that. Uh, Kenny refuses to de-testicle, okay? I mean, he's got a license, sure, but he won't do it. So, everything else, though, they'll do. Go see Kenny. 
707 Sunset, right by the In-N-Out Burger. And remember, guys, if you see any perps out there, don't try and take them yourselves. Call the Wiper on 555-BIG-SPANDEX. Okay, this is the Wiper. Until next time, over and out.